Health and well-being is the name of the game. And uh, Peter Mullen in, as always, on Tuesday. This week, Peter, iridology. Now, this is one of those things that if you don't know anything about it, you, you just think, what on earth is he talking about? So it's to do with the eyes, we know that. But can you take us through what is iridology? Well, what it, what it is, it's, a, it's not a, um, um, like a, a, a medically recognised assessment mm-hmm. tool, but it's, a, it's something that's been around, um, you know, it goes back as far as ancient, ancient Babylon. Um, and, you know, worldwide, there's a lot of naturopathic doctors use iridology. Um, in Australia, at most of our colleges, we're taught iridology. So what it is, we say it's not a diagnosis. So in, we don't look in someone, someone's eyes and say, oh, my goodness, you've got... Um, cancer or you've got diabetes or you've got you know a condition mm-hmm. um, so it's not a, a diagnostic tool it's a screening tool or an analysis and so, basically, so I guess it's the way the way your <coughs> eyes look it means that we could look in certain areas for certain ailments yeah absolutely so that so what we use so we use this little handheld torch and we hold it up close to your eye and we look at the colored part of your eye which is the iris and what we know genetically is that your eye colors genetic so if you've got blue eyes, then one or both of your parents have blue eyes. If you've got mixed a mixed color where you've got blue and brown, then one of your parents might have blue eyes, one of your parents might have brown eyes. So we know it's the color's genetic, and all, but we also look for structural patterns. So in the um, break, I was had a look in Riley's eyes. So he had a really distinctive pattern in the area of his iris that represents his glandular system. So that can indicate potentially in his family history things like diabetes or cardiovascular disease so we so it's genetically determined and it goes back we know genetically that we're all contributed to by three generations parents grandparents and great-grandparents so it's kind of an assessment of you know your lineage a little bit and what potentially um, health conditions you might have a challenge with down the track so so potentially if you have a certain ailment that that runs through your family uh, it is possible that we could look through through your eyes and you may see some of the, the colorations, if that's the right word, that, that would be distinct with that particular ailment. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a fascinating thing and it's not, as I said, it's not a medically recognized screening tool, but um, because of that, that connection and because we sort of inherit those patterns. So, for instance, one of the things we look at um, when we do iridology is we look at someone's constitution um, and, you know, a lot of patients that I see will have a very good iris structure where the fibers are nice and tight, the colors very even. So we'd say someone like that has a good, strong constitution. So these are people that, you know, there's often, and I'll say, you know, a lot of long livers in your family, and they'll say, oh, yeah, my grandparents were 120 and my parents were... 120? Yeah, maybe not Really? That. They'll probably exaggerate it. <laughs> but they'll say, oh, yeah, everyone in my family lives a long time. And then mm. there's a... So those sort of constitutions tend to get away with you know, eating not as good a diet and not looking after themselves as well. But um, whereas someone else inherits a different constitution where, you know, um, you know, everyone might die earlier of heart disease or something like that. So it sort of helps us to pick up patterns. And we don't do it to panic people or make people worry, but just more to bring their awareness that if, for example, if there is a strong history of diabetes in your family history, if dad's got diabetes or dad's dad had diabetes as well, then it would be crazy for you not to be conscious of that family history and keep lean and exercise regularly. Do you quite often come across patterns that have no resemblance to family history as well? 
Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, some people, you look in their eyes and everything's really, it's like reading a book and, you know, they're nodding mm. their head the whole time and saying, oh, my goodness, yes, yes, yes. And then other times, um, you know, you'll 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 pick up a pattern that, you know, maybe for whatever reason they have been really looking after themselves. So they don't get any of the symptoms associated with that. So your eye color and your eye structure doesn't change. So you could have a pattern that suggests, you know, a sensitive gut, like irritable bowel type tendencies, but you might not have any symptoms because you're on a really good diet. Uh huh. Gotcha. Does that make sense? So it it's does. not. It's not. Um, and there's a lot of positives with all the traits that we look at with iridology as well, which I'll go into a bit more when I have a look in your eyes in a moment. <laughs> that tool that you've got there, you keep telling me that is a, a certified naturopathic tool, but I think it. Again, I've got to say, it really just looks like a something to you know get you run your eye over the paper with. It doesn't look like well, it is, something it that's is real. multi multi purpose. You know, I can use it to it's actually. Like, I actually, I use it to look at. Yesterday, I was looking at someone's ingrown toe with it, so it's very handy for looking at all sorts of unusual really? lumps and bumps it's as like, well. It just looks like a magnifying glass with a light yeah, on it. That's what it is. I think there's yeah. almost a Danos Direct coming up here. You know, <laughs> guy two for fifty dollars or something. It's very Credit handy. Card now. All right, you're, so. you're, just, you're just you're just delaying things because you know I'm going to have a look in your eyes now and tell all the listeners your what's deepest, wrong with me? deepest, darkest secrets. Oh, I don't know about that, but you've got to find out what's <laughs> wrong with me. All right, so um, you had a bit of a pre-look, and you've, you, you tell us about the colouring that I've got there, or do you want to do this live? Yeah, let me have another look. Okay, have another so look because you've forgotten. I'll, I'll come away from my microscope and have a look, and then I'll sit back down. and. Or I can just move. You can just tell us what's happening. You stay there. You stay there. Oh, no, I'll, 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 I'll come to you. Okay, come around, Peter. So he's got the iridology tool, and we're having a bit of a look now. You got to go all the way around, mate. All the way around. This is this is how this works. All right. So I'll just stand here and and watch you. Watch me. That light is very bright. So what did you? Well, he's going to do both eyes. Okay. And anytime you're ready, Peter. All right. So he's had a bit of a look. And he's shaking his head. He's looking very worried. He's about to look up. He's got his big book of diseases over there, Peter. He's leaving the studio. Come on, Peter. What, so what did you see? Well, you tell me about the colouring that's there first. All right. So, Mark, you've got beautiful eyes. Thank you. I say that to everybody. I think Thank it you. just puts people at ease. Mm. But um, colour-wise, um, well, actually, what was the first thing I noticed with your eyes? Mm. Two things. You've got a little bit of a, a, a yellowy lump on the on the whites of your eyes. Now it's I, I prefer a, it's like a yellow plush that comes out a, of the... Oh, no, this is different. I'll point oh, this, show you this later. But you're kidding. It's on the white, and actually it's called a pinguacula. So it can indicate um, a tendency towards um, uh, fat metabolism issues. So it can be if there's a history of elevated cholesterol. No, my cholesterol's good. Or it can be a history if there's a family history of gall or gallbladder issues oh. as well. So ri- if rich foods or fatty foods upset you, you, could be, you may have a bit of a sensitive gallbladder. Anyway, back to the color. So the first thing I look at when I look in someone's eyes mm. is the color. And you've got a blue base to your eyes, even though you're telling, telling us that you've got lovely green eyes. You've actually got blue eyes with a yellowy, what do you call it? A yellow plush that comes out of the center there. Yellow plush. Yeah. So interestingly, so your um, base color is what we call a lymphatic type, which mm. is, you know, um, sinus, asthma, eczema, hay fever. Like <laughs> yeah, that's me. A bit of an allergy predisposition. Yeah. Um, worse for inhaled substances, dust, pollen, pollution, westerly wind. Tick, 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 tick. And also dietary-wise is um, dairy, wheat, and sugar. Yeah. Public enemy number one, two, and three. Yeah. But what was interesting with your eyes is you've also got that yellowy-golden um, color in the center. Now, in the old model of iridology, iridologists used to think that 
you know, that would indicate toxins. And if you did a, a cleanse and a detox, all that color would come away. But we know now that's not true because we can have great images and store them on computers. The color doesn't change that much. Interestingly with you, that yellow wash to me would indicate that somewhere there's a bit of a predisposition towards or family history of maybe kidney issues. Kidney stones, gout, and so I know I we talked about yeah, this a bit in the not, break. I don't but think so. Yeah, check out for me, I'll will you? I'll, have, I'll get back to <coughs> you check on with that. Your, check with your mum. It might yeah. be an uncle that gets gout, has had gout once in his lifetime or kidney stones once. Often indicates that hydration is really important, as it is for everybody. So really important that you do drink heaps and heaps of water. Mm-hmm. So after the colour, the second thing that we look at is the structure. Now what you do have is you do have a few of these rings here. Can you see them? Uh, on, well, on again, great radio, <coughs> Peter. But on on the sheet that I can see that you've brought there, a photo of somebody else's eye. Yeah, I can see those rings. Yeah, so they they're like called, waves on we the call, ocean. Yeah, we call them. Well, you can call them that. That's a lovely way to describe them. But I call them nerve rings or stress rings. Oh. So generally indicates that you are a highly strung sort of character. I think but, we've had enough uh, of this iridology <laughs> session, um, possibly because most of what Peter said is right. So we don't want to do this anymore. Fast <laughs> nervous system, yeah. always busy. Um, bit hyperactive, you know. Mind has difficulty shutting off. Oh, sometimes. there we go. There it is. That's the win. Um, yeah. So ATs. I'm an AT as well. We're a bit anal about things. Where we can get a bit OCD, mm-hmm. you know, when we're really stressed. And us ATs don't like to think that we're stressed or stressful people. We think everybody else gets stressed. <laughs> that we're nice and calm. Mm. But all of your stress tends to go inward. Now, with you, you're also you tend to hold a lot of your stress around, possibly your neck and shoulder area. Also true. Yeah, so that can be, um, you know, when you're driving the car and you realize that you're you're too tight Mm. and you think, oh, I don't need to be stressed. I'm just driving my car. So ATs, ATs in balance are fantastic. They can get in and get things done, but out of balance, they have trouble switching off. So when they're at home, they kind of can't just sit and do nothing. They've got to be doing something or going somewhere or can you relax or you... No, I don't think I've relaxed since the 90s, Peter. <laughs> Just between you and me. No, this is, this is all good stuff. So I, I think that the different eye patterns and what looks in there, you can basically get a little bit of a snapshot. I mean, not a, a thousand percent accurate, but a lot of the big headlines it's there traits, is true for me. Yeah, traits we're looking at. So with ATs, ATs have to exercise. That's how they de-stress. So for, for guys particularly, but ATs will often say they just feel happier, their mood's better if they're exercising regularly. And ATs are great. If you want something done, give it to a busy person to do. So they love their tick lists and getting stuff done. But what what a lot of ATs do, though, is ATs are the original self-medicators as well. Coffee, tea, sugar during the day, and then a couple of glasses of wine of a night time. And they can get away living like that for years until it all catches up with them. So, But I'm sure that's not you. <laughs> To NURFM Health and Wellbeing with Peter Marlin continuing our chat this afternoon on iridology. I love, Peter, that you've brought in something that is pretty much going to be a thing of the past. It's a photo album, really, isn't it? (laughs) It's got pictures of all these eyes, which is what we were referring to earlier, and it's an actual photo album. Yeah, look, there's there's lots of variations that show up with people's colour and structure. So what are some of the more common uh, eye colorings there and maybe two or three common ones that might fit most people and um, well, probably see what's wrong with them. A lot of patients that I see are this anxiety titanic type, mm-hmm. you know, and they sort of, they're adrenaline junkies and they're always busy and, um, and you know, we're seeing more and more people with anxiety, like there's a lot of ATs out there. 
Um, Riley, who was just in, he's more a glandular type. Mm-hmm. So glandular types are different personality. They're more emotionally reactive. So they'll often react emotionally first and then think about it after, whereas ATs react more in their head. Okay. So, you know, in a relationship where there's an AT husband and a, um, a glandular wife, you know, the wife will be reacting emotionally and the husband will be saying, well, just think about it. Like it and can, that's never can good. Create, Don't ever do can that. Can create um, confusion about – because sometimes too – if someone's an emotionally reactive person, they're always going to react emotionally like it's the end of the world. Like a friend of mine used to tell, say that she recognizes now that when something happens, it's the end of the world. It's, she's going to get sacked. Her relationship's over. She's going to leave a job. Like she catastrophizes first, but she knows now from past experience that in three days later, she'll feel heaps better about it and that her way of reacting is perfectly okay. So I guess mm. that's what's good with these different personality types is you recognize that the way you react to stress is perfectly normal for you. Um, another common we, one we see is called a neurolymphatic. And I love neurolymphatics. They're the really sensitive type. They're the ones that as a kid had, you know, one or two best friends. They didn't don't like being in a big group of people. Even now as adults, if they go to a party, they'd rather talk with one or two friends, not be you don't have to be the life of the party. Yeah, with, the, with the other 30 or 40 goofballs that are there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, neurolymphatic types, are their big lesson in life can be that they lean, need to learn to say no to people because everybody will come and tell the neurolymphatics all their problems and then they'll go away feeling better and the neurolymphatic type will go home and you know be exhausted. So some of the symptoms, um, or highly sensitive type, often can experience anxiety. And these guys are the ones that, um, suffer what's called neurosis or superficial sleep. So if they're really worried about something, they'll be awake all night on and off. Um, apprehension, stress can affect their stomach, can get symptoms of burping, irritable bowel, um, headaches, asthma. Um, a catch cry with these guys is they often get palpitations. But um, you know the big thing with these guys is making thinking before making promises you can't keep so when someone says says oh do you want to come to a, a barbecue this weekend or a party these guys often would say oh yeah that'd be lovely need to learn to say look i'll have to check my diary and i'll mm-hmm. get back to you and not not overextend themselves because they are they need to sort of have that bit of a barrier that they're you know. so so i guess having a look at that photo album you've got there there'd be what about 50 different options in there yeah so we've covered a couple but there's there's quite a few personality types are sort of covered in four main ones the other one is the neurogenic type and these are definitely your stress type a personality they often have blood pressure issues um hot flushes um these guys have the small pupil so they'll have a really good iris structure but they'll have a really small pupil which generally means that they're tending to be sympathetic dominant so they're always switched on these guys um, so these are a lot of your, your big bosses and workaholics again as well. Um, different to the AT, but similar similar traits. In I could actually well. see this becoming a, a HR thing down the road where people say, hey, we'll apply for the job but send a current photograph in. It's not so they can detect how photogenic <laughs> you are. They're going to go to Peter's big book of iridology and go, oh, that, that sort of personality type doesn't fit here. So if you get asked to do that, maybe wear sunglasses for the photo. Well, look, that's the amazing thing, though, about all of us and where iridology is good is we'll see these base traits, but... Um, you can be any one of these constitutional types. So if you're a neurolymphatic type, getting up on stage would be the death of you. Whereas if you're a um, you're an AT, like you'll often find it easier. So, but you can learn to do whatever you want to do. It just might mm-hmm. take a bit more effort and be a bit harder sometimes. But 
you know, they're all, they're all, you know, all of these traits have really positive sides to them as well. So, you know, I always say to patients, like, you are, we are who we are, and we kind of, you know, our, our job's to kind of, for us personally, become the best version of ourselves possibly. And the only way to really do that is to understand more about how we function and, and how we operate, particularly under stress. It's very Anthony Robbins of you, isn't it? <laughs> look into my eyes. I'm thinking the... of changing my name, actually. Yes, look, let me look into Peter your Robbins. eyes. I want you to be the best version of Best you version of ourselves. Uh, Peter, thank you. A great in- insight into the windows of the soul today. Here are, here are dolls. You have a look at the eyes? Yeah. And we've got some great, you've got some great talks coming up. Uh, April, uh, the gut health and fermenting. Oh, that one's back again on April 10th. Yeah, you should come along to that one. It's, um, it's a really good talk, even if I do say so myself. You host that one, don't you? Yeah, I do. Mm, yeah. But um, um, we've got our, our – um, we, we all – the girls will also mm. do – well, one of our girls will do a, a fermenting demo. So we'll actually show people how to make – and it's easy as anything to make your own sauerkraut. I think we'll probably do coconut and cashew yogurt again as well and maybe kombucha or beet kvass. So if you want to know more about fermenting foods, but even if you've got gut issues – this is a good talk for anyone to come along. There's a lot of really good, useful information. And uh, another one later in April, Natural Remedies for Cancer. That's Tuesday, April 24. Some great free talks there, Peter. To NURFM 103.7. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.